Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park You are now listening to the hottest true crime podcast in the streets. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Affirmative Murder. I'm Alvin Williams, joined as always by my partner in true crime, Francel Evans. Oh, what up what's going on friend we are coming to you live on an easter sunday yeah uh so uh give it up for the lord one time if that's something you believe in if not that's cool too i don't judge you know sometimes i speculate what i truly believe in as well mm-hmm. but it is a good day to eat chocolate and watch kids frolic, frolic, uh, frolic around and if you are an adult yeah. with whimsy in your heart you too can participate in an egg hunt, which I did and came in second place. Second place? I did beat my fiance, though. She came in dead last. So, Oh, wow. You know, you got to take the wins where you can. Get up the last enough. place. She came in last. Yeah, dead last. Yeah. Mm. Loser. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, man. Um, how you doing, man? How'd the kids enjoy uh, Easter? Fun uh, hanging around. Is Good. Max Is Max a hunter at this point? Can he hunt? Um. Or? No, yeah. he doesn't really know what's the concept know, of just, hunting for the egg. Yeah, it's just hey, you got to pick this up, and he go pick it up and just put it back throw it. In. It was they had an egg. He found an egg that was a soccer ball, like a. Oh, it was, like a, it, was it was it was an egg, it was but co- also a soccer. ball? It was an egg, but it had the colors of a soccer ball. A oh, ball. okay. So, so he, he puts it, he puts it on the ground. He kicks it. Oh, he doesn't. He's not collecting anything. No. Though. Okay. This I, is I don't know what this is like soccer ball, so I'm gonna kick it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the the skills, the mind, you can see the mind operating. Yeah. So that's yep. cool. That's yep. that's interesting. It was, to see. It, was, it was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh but uh some other news. As we we've now approached the month of April, stuff's starting to get warm, people are starting to go out and hang out again. And sadly, I feel like it's time once again for us to reiterate and go over the um birthday dinner rules. One, if you are the person whose birthday it is, and you organize the birthday, you are, you do hold some responsibility to put some money in. If your your friends are nice enough to throw you a birthday dinner, you shouldn't be expected to put any money in. But also, here's the most important thing. Any attendee at a birthday dinner, no matter how many the number, if it's large or small, you should all be comfortable with the idea that somebody's going to pay for this whole thing and we'll get you back after. We'll figure this out later on. Yeah. That's birthday dinner. That's that's large gathering dinner etiquette 101. I bring this up because the story recently just pissed me off because this is why I don't go out to eat with people. Yeah. I saw this uh, uh, story about 
it looked like a Waffle House, but I'm, yeah. I'm assuming it was somewhere nicer. It was like 25 people came to a birthday dinner, and they asked the server to split the check 25 ways. Yeah. Now, to anybody who's worked in the service industry, you know. So here's a couple of things I want to know before I slander these people. I'm going to slander these people regardless because it's just trashy. But, one, I need to know if they reserved the dinner. Mm-hmm. Because if you didn't have a reservation, you already, put, you already fucked that person over because yeah. you just show up with 25 people to a, to a section, and that person now has to be responsible for a 25. That's a whole thing. That should be done in advance so yeah. they know to prepare the staff properly and, and all those things. Two, and also that per, the, the, the restaurant can know to put gratuity on the check. Mm-hmm. But that also fucks with the gratuity because if you split it 25 ways, who, who know everybody's going to give a $3 tip? The person might not get a tip properly for their services of pouring 25 drinks, bringing out 25 plates. It's a whole thing. But the most important thing is, oh, also the police got called, which I, because I'm sure what happened was they were like, oh, what you, because I know it was like, what, you can't split the check 25? And now they're causing a, th- a scene because this person's like, we can't split the check 25. I mean, that's crazy. Well, one person got fries and was like, yeah, like, no, I didn't, yeah, all this shit. $8. No, I didn't drink yeah. a root beer. I had one soda. But the idea that like you treat going out to a birthday dinner like you all are just happen to be going out to a restaurant. And all of you order the one thing, and yeah. you want twenty five. So it just was something so classless about it. I didn't appreciate it. So if you can't afford to go out on a birthday dinner, and you don't hang out in a circle of people who can just pick up the tab, and y'all figure that shit out later, don't do it. Yeah. And if you don't reserve in advance, don't go to a fucking restaurant with twenty five, thirty people, and just be like, it's it's her birthday. Can we get a whole section? Yeah. Randomly on this Tuesday night, like that's so. To put a person in a predicament like that is so fucked up. But I want to know where it was at because they're not even doing that right. I want to know because you're not even you can't have a party more than six. I don't think right now. Oh, you can't. No, oh, it must have been like in Texas or Georgia Somewhere. or something like that. Somewhere and also that's open. Did you Florida. read any of the comments? No. Like other, people were saying was like, why would the waitress think that everybody was going to be on one chat? Some people was why backing up the the you know the party. And was why like, would they think that? Yeah, like why why wouldn't you think because it's a it fucking birthday ways? party? Some people saying, you know, I've been in it. Anybody who thinks like that, yeah. I, it's trash. I have, I would yeah. never go to dinner with a person like that. Yeah, what do you? I don't even understand how how that's a question. It's a it's a birthday party. It's it's, it's a massive party. Y'all are all sitting together. Yeah, and you expect, but that's somebody who also not only doesn't has never worked in the service industry, doesn't know anybody that works in the service industry. If you can't understand how complex it is to serve a table of 25 people and then everybody breaks the ch- the check up 25 ways which is already a hassle you got to try to figure out who's who went on who. the whose thing yeah, everybody got yeah. different food Every, it's not going to be priced evenly take too much time cuz th- so cuz then like you said it's not going to all break down even i think they're saying like split it divide the check by 25 but it's like that's not how it works i need to put the food on different receipts yeah you can't just be like okay here's uh, the check was let's say it was seven hundred dollars. Here's twenty. Here's twenty. I think that's what they ways. meant, though. I think that's what they meant. But you can't do that. No, I'm talking about different checks. You know, if you go with four people, they go split want split ways? checks. Y'all want to no oh, like, like tw- individual individual checks. But it's four people and twenty five people is a very that's crazy. That's, I, I'm, I'm saying that's what yeah, they no, meant, though. Yeah, 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 but like my whole thing is like if you don't establish that up front, who thinks yeah, that twenty five way? I mean, that's crazy. Can we me me and you <laughs> go on a double date? And we go, can we get two checks and just do it like this side of the table, that side of the table? That's perfectly reasonable. But at the end of an hours-long dinner, y'all are drinking sodas, eating food, and she's now put everything on one check, and now you're telling her, split this 25 different ways. And you're like, okay, well, you got steak and you got salmon, and it's crazy. it It was just so trashy, and if you can't 
afford to just take the hit on your because it's your it's your birthday dinner. Like you wanted to have this whole event, you can't just be like, oh, well, we all just happen to come. You can't treat it like that. You twenty five like, people though. Twenty five people. Man. Ain't no way you that close to that many people. It's not, and it's <laughs> but but that's my whole thing is if you want to. Here's the thing, and this is not racial or anything like that. They did that to stunt. Oh, for we're gonna go sure. out. It's it gonna down. be a party. Yeah. We're gonna turn up, and because you're not gonna talk to the 25th person, no whoever's way. birthday it is, you're not talking to everybody. So y'all just wanted to come as the mob and be all you know and dressed. In, we all got white on or whatever. Y'all just wanted to come and like shut the shut the the TGI Fridays and wherever they were. They wanted to shut the spot down, have a good time, take pictures and all that kind of stuff. Can you do that though? What twenty? Can you go in with a party of twenty without re- thing, without bro. reservations? That's why it's like I have to assume so. they they had to reserve it because if you didn't, I don't know how you how a place doesn't go. Yeah. No, you can't. Because David no. Buster's has a whole different section for I like know, whole parties, for whole parties, like a room. Yeah, if it's a room. Twenty five people is like, is like you, should, you should get your own area. <laughs> so I hope they reserved it. But even if you did reserve it. Come on, twenty five different checks, man. I don't know. It's it. The whole thing was crazy. If you can't afford to just drop two or three cards down on that, and then figure that shit out later. Yeah. Then you shouldn't be going out for birthday dinners, like you know. And twenty five people birthday dinners is crazy. That's something like that's P Diddy shit. Twenty five. I promise you, P Diddy, when he goes out with twenty five people, nobody's like, "Hey, can you split the check twenty five ways?" And if P Diddy went out, he. I'm a I'm a I'm a reserve the whole. No, there's no the other people. Yeah, yeah. There's no. It's already been preordained. <laughs> yeah, but that's my whole thing. Is like I would never have the audacity to be like, oh, it's 25 people. We're gonna go shut down a fucking uh uh. What's the when they chop when they chop the food up in front of you like a, a hibachi? Uh, yeah, yeah, We're gonna yeah, go uh, shut down a hibachi spot. We're gonna have the whole section. Kobe's. Yeah, you know, like it, it's just there's a there's a, a arrogance to that that I just would never have. Also, I can't I don't even think like of 25. 20. I, don't, I can't even think of. 25. I don't even like 25. <laughs> Like, <laughs> I, I'd be hard pressed to. It'd be like old family friends. Yeah. It would get so stretched out. Like my mom would be there. Like I would say, yo, bring some people that you know. Those would be the extra people that. I yeah, wouldn't even they wouldn't. Know even, I wouldn't even know them. They'd be like, y'all have eat food down there, and, and maybe that's and maybe that's why they felt like they could break it up to because yeah. like, I don't, I don't even, even know, know the birthday yeah. person. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm paying for I'm shit. paying for my food. That was the event that yeah, we yeah, were in though. We yeah. were like yeah. but again, we were like 16, we weren't even I don't, we might have been 14 something like that. Yeah. And it was even that was like a birthday dinner of 10 people. Yeah. You know. And also it's something that makes more sense to me when you're, you know, 14 to 17 yeah. years old. Birthday dinner, man. Come on, like, just go fucking hang out with your closest friends and go have a good time. You don't need to have some long ass table. No. The birthday person's at the head of the table all the way down there. You're not even gonna talk to 25 them. Twenty five people. Come on, bro. We got right up out of there. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, that's why I just don't even go out to dinner with large yeah. groups of people. I don't even like to get mixed up in this shit like that. Uh, before we get into the Patreon thank yous and shout outs, uh, I wanted to send some prayers up. Um, well, not prayer. I want to keep them on earth. Keep these prayers on earth and keep this person in your prayers. Uh, DMX. It, uh, I I believe the the report was false. So I hope if it is if it was false, I hope that his family and his estate sue TMZ. They re- they initially reported it as an overdose. I believe he had a heart attack unrelated to to drugs. But given DMX's track record, I also wouldn't be surprised. Also, the overdose wasn't as false drug related. I don't I don't I don't know. But I believe it was initially. I I've heard that it was initially reported as an, a drug overdose, and it wasn't. He had a heart attack, oh. which I could be wrong because DMX track DMX's track record is that of um, he's known to do a lot of drugs. Mm. But one thing I want to say about DMX is, one, first of all, I mean, a legend. There's there's nothing even really to be said about DMX. Like, he's one of the best ever, insane. But he's always been a special case to me. It's my always appreciated because he really is 
haunted by demons and has been since yeah. he since he took off. He has been a person who has been addicted to drugs before since he was like 14 years old. Yeah. And he had two platinum albums out in one year, was doing movies. He was the biggest thing on the planet and was swimming in drug addiction. Mm-hmm. You know, and and that's why you hear these crazy stories like DMX pretended to be an FBI agent and stole a police car. He has been battling drug addiction for many years and he's been a tortured soul and through all of that has been incredibly talented, you know? So it's one of these kind of things where it's, it's, I can't imagine if he, if, but that pain might have made him who he is. And it's one of those kind of hard things where it's like, imagine if he was sober, what he could have done. But at the same time, it's like, well, if he was sober, would he be DMX? Yeah, sure. You know, so um, it's kind of this hard trade-off. I, you know, it's this thing, you know, same thing with Amy Winehouse. It's kind of like Mac. And, Mac yeah, Mac Miller. So many mm-hmm. artists that, you know, th- there's this idea that you got to be tortured to be a good artist. You got to have demons and you got to go through stuff and everything. And it does feel true in a sense. Uh, but I, it doesn't feel good. Like, I mean, DMX is probably in his early 50s at, at the latest. He's probably the same age as, like, my dad and my mom. Yeah. Like, he definitely was born in, like, the mid-70s. He's not an old guy by any standard. But he's lived a long life. And, uh, you know, you don't want to lose legends so early yeah. if it can be helped. You know, <laughs> so prayers up to DMX. Absolute legend. For sure. Um, I'm hoping that this is a, a, a tough battle that he can win. But at the same time, it's like it's not like uh, he won't still have demons to fight, yeah. you know. So if if he does pull through this, I hope so. I hope he gets the help that he needs because he's needed it for some time. Yeah, but so, yeah. absolutely praise to him. He when I thought when I think of DMX, I feel like I think of him as it's only a few of those celebrities that's like on a different tier of being like a celebrity for like sure. Him for and it's like him fifty. Yeah, and. Michael Jackson and uh, who else I can think of? Uh, can you think of another like, I mean, like Kobe yeah. or LeBron? Yeah. That just like worldwide. Oh, famous. yeah, everybody Snoop. It's like it's it's, it's that's a different tier. Yeah. Like I mean, he didn't. I, I don't think his his um his 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 career was that long. He had I don't a think. He, he he he. It was such a. It was the drugs though. Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah. But had, it's just was it was out. it was. But so, when he was at his peak, it's, nobody. It's could a touch. different tier. Yeah. Ninety seven to like two thousand one. Nobody was. Messing with DMX, yeah. you know, it's crazy. And he was he transitioned into doing film. He was doing movies, and yeah. I mean, DMX has had a very interesting career that was sadly derailed by addiction. Yeah, you know, and as but sad, like his yeah. concerts and shit. Is, oh man, I mean, ins- yeah, oh, he's had some of the biggest. A lot of people you don't see a lot of people celebrities yeah. have or artists anyway to have no. crowds like that. It's, iconic songs, wild. iconic voice. Yes. I remember my social studies teacher, a lily white lady with glasses, was like infatuated, <laughs> not like by. Particularly, like she knew his lyrics offhand, mm-hmm. but she just was like, when he has such a distinct voice, which sure. is hard to yes. do in music, when it's just Biggie Smalls, yeah, DMX, Jay Z, where it's just like when they come on the album, when they come on the record, it's he like, oh, them. that's them, yeah, for sure. Period. DMX, it, and it was so unique, it was growling, and yeah, he was very into prayer, and that's why I'm just you know want to say to people like you yeah. know you know if you believe in that kind of stuff, send a prayer up to DMX, man. He's a he's a tortured guy. I don't know if DMX is a good guy or not, but um. Uh, he's a genuine guy. Yeah. That's one thing I, I never would question about DMX. Good, bad, ugly, he's he's being his authentic self. Whether his authentic self is like, yo, fuck this, I'm taking this police car. Like, is, any any of this antics, when he's praying, he's that's genuine. Everything yeah. about DMX is he's a genuine article. Good, bad, or ugly. So I have to always pay respects. I never felt like it was a 
facade, like he was pretending to be hard, pretending he had a rough life yeah. for the for the image, for the career, none of that. Always everything about DMX real, authentic. So um, that news really st- struck me and seeing everybody, the outpouring of love and um, he's a legend, man. So I feel like over the last year or so, DMX started getting his flowers but, you know, we have this conversation several times a year, sadly, when people pass away. You know, give people their flowers while they're still here. You know, uh, I'll take this time to once again say, Danny DeVito, absolute fucking legend, man. I hope he goes nowhere anytime soon. But you What know, did he do? He did something? Just as Danny DeVito. Oh, yes, my guy. You know, it's just, he's the fucking man. Yeah, you yeah. know, I felt this way when Jerry Stiller passed away, where it's like, damn, man. Like, it's just like a guy who... You know, I ne- you know, you never like randomly when Jerry Stiller was alive, I never was like, man, Jerry Stiller is the one of the funniest people, yeah, al- yeah. you know, and shout out to Jerry. He doesn't have Twitter. I can't tweet to Jerry. Yeah, St- yeah. I couldn't tweet to Jerry Stiller, <laughs> but I felt it every day. For sure. You know, you watching old, you know, King of Queens clips and stuff from from um, hilarious, man. all kind of stuff that he's from um, Seinfeld. But I just want to take time to say, you know, if you have a, a artist, a person, a loved one, a close person to you. Just let them know, like, hey, man, you inspired me, you, you motivated me, you gave me some good advice when I was a kid, or just I appreciate your art. They might not see it, but just put it out into the world because they, they might. They might just turn. It might just turn their day around. Um, again, DMX, to my knowledge, to the point where we're recording this, has is, is recovering. But you know, in a time like this, you want to make sure you say everything that you want to say, and continue to keep that person, keep that guy in your prayers, man, because he's a fucking legend. Anyways. Uh, Let's go. Let's get to these shout outs, man, because we got we got a good amount this week. Uh, also, it's April. Like I said, if you sign up for the Patreon in the month of April, you get free sticker. Uh, we did our first uh, an affirmative murder scavenger hunt. So what I did on the Patreon was I came up with a list of um, moments from the podcast. Yeah. Like, when did we talk about this? When did Fran say this? When yeah. was this? And put up put up a list. And uh, we got our first winner within 20 minutes. Shout out to Chiquita. She uh, she won the scavenger hunt. She answered all the questions and I'll be sending her uh, a free uh, a gift. For okay. her. And every week in the month of April, we'll be giving giving away prizes on Patreon doing the same thing. In 20 was, minutes. Big props. I gave yeah. I, I gave people from Thursday to, to, to Easter. Yeah. I was like, you have from Thursday and to Easter. 20 minutes was done. <laughs> So shout out, shout out, yeah, I'm going to do more. I'm definitely going to make it a harder one, but look for the next one this coming Thursday. If you're listening to this, this Thursday on the Patreon, um, it'll be another scavenger hunt. Mm -hmm. This one was four questions. I'll probably do eight or 10 questions just because it got done in in fucking 20 minutes. Yeah. Also, if you win, you can't play again. Sorry to say, Mm. we got to put some, we got to put some rules around this. You can't win. Clearly, Chiquita's on a different planet. Yeah. So she doesn't get to play anymore. Yeah. You won. Easy. Yeah, come on. 20 minutes? You got, you know, you got the, you got the podcast on speed dial. <laughs> so, <laughs> but yeah, like I said, for the whole month of April, uh, if you sign up for the Patreon, you get a free sticker. If you're already on the Patreon and you would like a, a sticker, just message us and, and, and we'll get, get some, get a sticker out in the mail to you. We appreciate everybody on the Patreon. And here's some, uh, we got some more love to give to some other people on the Patreon as well. Up first, we have a very confident person who signed up for the Patreon. Their name simply is a PhD student. Okay. Get it right. Yeah. And don't mix it up. I am in school to get my PhD. Yeah, I'm a and, doctor. Yeah, there you go. Uh, uh, up next, we got Michelle B. Michelle, shout out to you. Thank you very much. We appreciate the support, and we hope that you're enjoying things on the Patreon. Uh, Angela. Angelic. 
You know what? I don't have one for that either. Mm-hmm. This is a hard game to play. Shout out to Wine and Crime. Wine and Crime, they do this, they and do they're it? just so quick with this I whole thing, man. I thought it was pretty good. With it. uh, it's not, but it, I, I need very sp- sp- uh, particular names. The first week you did. You did. Excellent. I felt I felt good about the first week. Like it's it. really gone all downhill from there, yeah. but you know it is what it is. Everybody can't be good at everything. <laughs> Up next, we got Cassie or Casey. Uh, I'm going to go with Casey because it's, okay. it's one S. So shout out to Casey J. Shout out to you. Much love and appreciation. Up next, we got Renata T. Mm. Renata, not a, not a bill, not a, not a bills, y'all. Okay, that was bad. That was terrible. <laughs> oh God, Jesus. Uh, up next, we got Johanna D. Okay, Joe, you, uh, you better, uh, Joe. I got. Let me give you a hand, nah. Oh, that was all. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh man, I'm, 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 I'm drowning out oh, here, friend. Butch. Up next, we got Shannon. Put you in a cannon, shoot you off uh, to the moon. Uh, yeah, uh, Shannon A. Shout out to you, Shannon A. Shannon in a cannon. Up next, we got either Kira or okay. Kyra. Okay. I'm going to go with, not to be racist, but I think she's white. Mm-hmm. I never met a black Kyra. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go with, with Kira. Okay. Yeah, with Kira. And, you know, I bet she likes... Shakira, mm-hmm. the singer from Columbia, yeah. Waka Waka. Yeah. Uh, up next, we got. Wow. Could have been like, oh, we care about you. You Thanks can, for joining. you can get involved oh, in sorry. any of these, friend. Help <laughs> I'm me, sorry. I'm help me, I'm drowning. All right. uh, up next, oh, Jesus, what's this? Feel better about yourself. Up next, we have Trashlin. Trashlin, that's what she goes by. That's, that's right. old. That's like 2009 Twitter. We just like shit mm. on yourself. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I knew somebody on Twitter that was like. Their, their ad name was like a ugly bitch. You're like, oh Jesus okay. Christ! Twitter was different a decade yeah. ago. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it really was. Yeah, very different. Up next, we got Sarah N. Mm. And I'm gonna be Kara in you a free sticker if you would like one. Okay. I'm carrying you one yeah. into the mail. <laughs> that was so bad. Uh, up next, we got Kristen. Fist? No. Uh, Whoa. Uh, <laughs> Chris, uh, Kristen. Oh uh, no. Uh, uh, Kristen. We're going to just yeah, go Kristen. Uh, Kristen. <laughs> we could go Kristen. Up next, we got Coda H. Okay. Coda, have a soda. Boom. Yeah, all right. Yeah, we got this. We're getting on track now. Up next, we got Molly Wood. And that's her actual name. So what? I'm going to say the whole thing. Okay. Molly Wood. Molly Wood. <laughs> Molly Wood. Shout out to you, Molly Wood. Up next, we got Katie B. Katie, she's not 80, okay. but she is very... Uh, 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 wise for her age, right? You would think she is eighty. Okay, you think that, friend? <laughs> uh, up next, we got Marietta. Okay, you better, you better uh, keep on supporting <laughs> us on this Patreon, and we appreciate that, Marietta B. Shout out to you. And uh, lastly, we got Deborah. I'm. It's Deborah for sure, but Deborah. Deborah. She definitely isn't Deboring. Us. While listening to this podcast, exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, and Fran. Thank you yeah, very much. She definitely isn't deboring while she's listening to this podcast at all. <laughs> Shout out to you, Deborah L. And uh, yeah, that's uh, that's all the patrons yeah. this week. Shout out to everybody. Like I said, for the entire month of April, if you join the Patreon, you'll be getting a free sticker. Yeah. If you're currently on the Patreon and you would like a free sticker, just message us. Give us an email address. I mean, not an email address. Give us an address to send the sticker to. And we'd be happy to put one in the mail for you. We got we got plenty. We you know we appreciate everybody signing up for the Patreon, and we would like to show love however we can. And in the month of April, we're going to be doing that by giving away free stickers and having some nice fun competitions for people to have some chances to win some fun prizes yeah. on you know on the Patreon. So get on over there. Uh, sign up and uh, yeah, 
join the fun. Fran, you had something you want to Yeah, do? I do want to speak on something, an event that happened in our neck of the woods. That Please. happened on last Sunday. Last Sunday. Last Sunday, there was a shooting in, 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 in Essex. At the Royal Farms? Um, at right the Royal Farms. Which is like a gas station. It's a gas station, yeah. It was a gas station. The guy, if you know, if people haven't heard, it was a guy that went there, shot up two random people. This Royal Farms was right across the street from my route. Oh, wow. Sunday, I didn't, I was supposed to work, I usually go there for gas. Yeah. I didn't go to work Sunday. Wow. So it was, it was, it was a pretty crazy day. Two people, yeah. was, two people was randomly shot. So it the, is possible you, on any random on Sunday any, or whatever day, I could have went and got gas wow. from there. And the, the, the two people that were killed, my brother knew the guy that was killed there, recipes him, I don't know his name. The other lady that was killed that was super nice, her name is Miss Smith. She lived on my route. Oh, wow. That was killed. Uh, but this is confirmed just random? This, this was, was this was random. He went there. Killed two people. He shot a he shot a couple people there. He killed two people though from there. Um, injured one person that worked there. Went, uh, he went to police. Got called to the Warrior Farms. Yeah. Went to his apartment. Set tried to set his apartment on fire. Wow. He ended up committing suicide. Coward, they went man. there to him. This was an S. They went there to him because uh-huh. they you know had to respond to that. Yeah. They had to go to his next of kin to see you know let him know that they he passed away. They went there found out. He killed. He went and killed his, his parents. Mexican? His parents was. Oh, his parents, parents was. His parents was there when they got to the house. He killed the house that he burned down, or they went to their parents' went, house. Was a separate his, house. A separate house. He went to it. They had to go to his. So parents' to his, house. Let's say he went to his parents' house, the Royal Farms. Back probably home, went to his parents' house first. Yeah, burn the. In any order, yeah. though, let's say he went to the Royal Farms, parents' house, mm-hmm. home, home, his own separate home from his parents. Yep, burn that down and killed. Yep. Himself. He lived in an apartment building, and his well, it was where he lived. He tried yes. to burn the apartment down, killed himself. They went to go let his parents know. Parents then it's an dead. apartment building. He could have burned the whole fucking thing down. I think that's what he was trying to do. I mean, Jesus. So it, it, it was a pretty... It's, it, that's it, trippy, man. It was wild, bro. So you had the day off? I had I had to work that day. I, did, oh. I just didn't go to work. I called in sick. Oh. I just didn't go to work. That might um, have been a sign. You never know. Yeah, yeah man. It was just... Wild. It was a great... For, you know, for us to hear... You hear stories and you go like, damn, that happened in California or whatever. It's like, yeah, then yeah. when it happened, it's like, right at, like, in your backyard where you... It's like, that shit is... This yeah. shit can happen anywhere. The Royal Farms that you've, to, you've been to countless times. It's crazy, man. It could happen to anybody. It's like, just be safe. Yeah, know your, you know, be aware of your surroundings, man. It's just, it's sad I just wanted to speak on that. It's, it's sad you got to even feel that way in society. It's crazy, you know? man. I don't know. It's rough times, man. And in the times we live in, everything's so fucked up. The last thing I'm going to do, I just want to address this. I have no takes on the George Floyd trial. I, I, I cannot sit through that trauma and horribleness. You know, I, I, I for my own mental health, for my own mental health, I have no perspective on that. I hope that Derek Chauvin and anybody involved in that whole thing gets as much time as they can give them, and that's all the takes I have on that. I don't want to watch. Don't tag me in videos of those people on the stands crying. I don't want to see it. I don't need to live it again. I don't need to ingest their pain, and I just have I have no energy for it. It's absolutely tragic and abhorrent, and everything that happened was terrible. I can't do it, so I have no thoughts on it. Uh, what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to get into some fucked up shit. So stick around. All right, it's my turn to go first. Um, throwing a bit of a different story today. Okay. This is one of these stories where it's like, you know, what the fuck? There's no answer to this, what I'm going to read. Sure. And I want you to listen. Okay. And I want you to tell me what do you think is going on with this story. I'll do my best. All right. Um, I got this story from um, Gizmodo.com. Um, uh, this is from a an, an writer. Her name is Esther Inglis, who wrote this article. So, shout out to you. 
So the Salish Sea has been depositing some gruesome things on the shore of Washington and British Columbia. Mm. Single feet in a few pairs keep washing up on these cold, rainy beaches. Feet? Yeah. Find out how. Not shoes. Yeah. But shoes. Feet and shoes. Oh, Jesus Christ. Find out how many. They're washing. Wait, they're washing up on the shore like, like seashells. Yep. Oh, God. I says, find out how many incidents there have been over the past five years, why it's always feet, and why they wash up on this particular coastline. So there are some things you never want to mention when you're trying to sell a beach house. Tsunamis, constant damage, salt wind, and the possibility, however remote, the sharks may develop legs. And of course, <laughs> this, that this uh, beach is famous for disembodied feet that keep washing ashore. Yeah, I'm out on that. <laughs> so that's you, smart to not tell me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you I'll wouldn't be, know. Yeah. If you're my real estate agent and you're like, huh, you never know, the sharks might grow legs. You go, ha, 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 ha. Well, I love a good view. So it's I'll, it's worth the risk because you know it's a joke. But <laughs> right. if they go, yeah, there's like um, sometimes feet wash up on the shore. You're like, wait, who, what happens? Yeah. Take me somewhere else. Yeah. Now, no, immediately. No, this is No, let's get out of here. Since 2007, 11 feet have washed up along one particular stretch That's of coastline in North America. Yeah. Most of them are still in shoes. None of them have bodies attached or found anywhere nearby. The first foot showed up in Jedediah Island, a gruesome discovery made by a tourist from Washington. The woman picked up a shoe on the beach. You got to cut it out. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So what's these Nikes? Oh, my picked God. Oh, my God, a Penny Hardaway shoe. Yeah. And there's a foot in there's it? a foot in oh, it. Oh, God. So the woman picked up the shoe on the beach and saw a sock inside. She opened, which, which is crazy. This is fucking <laughs> I wouldn't even, I'll, you know. I still wouldn't put it together. I, would, I wouldn't pick it up. Yeah. I wouldn't pick it. If there's a shoe, line, somebody just left this shoe here. Yeah. I, just, I have no reason to pick the shoe up. Yeah. I just don't. Oh, and then you pick it up. You're like, man, this is a heavy it's shoe. It's heavy. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. keep, just keep going. The water is like, oh, it's maybe water or sand in it or something <laughs> like that. So the woman picked up the shoe on the beach and saw a sock inside. She opened the sock, expecting to find a crab or a lump of oh. sand instead of, instead found a, a, a man's foot. Oh. The foot was in a shoe that was um, distributed largely in India in 2003. So whatever shoe this oh, was. Oh, so it wasn't, it wasn't an American it shoe. It wasn't an American shoe. At the time, not much was made of it, except for the local press. Human remains often wash up on the seashores. When another foot also belonging to a man, but cl clearly a different man, was found six days later on a nearby island, the wider, the wider press started taking notes. So since the discoveries have happened regularly, they cluster around the summer, summer months. The most common month to find feet is August. Although this could be because of tidal patterns, it's also probably the fact that people tend to be on the beach most in the summer. Um, so they're... More sightings. So, yeah, yep. So, is it, so they're there to make the discoveries. So it's just like, it's just more people are here around this time. Yeah. So more parts Because they can wash up, they but then get taken up. back. Like when it's cold and people aren't Nobody on the beach. Knows. That's Nobody knows. Jesus so most of the feet are single, but four of the feet have been shown to belong to two people bringing the total to nine people's remains discovered. Three of those people have been identified. From feet? From feet. I would like to know how they, how they figured that out. So three of those people have been identified, and their deaths attributed to natural causes. Some of the known victims were locals and, and thought to be suicidal during their lives. Mm. Yeah. So Wait, while, Where is this? Washington? This is in 
Yeah, Washington, yeah. While this explains a few of the victims, the rest have frustrated local authorities. The major stumbling block to identification is the effect of the environment and body tissue. Many people think bodies are as rotting. When what happens in ocean in the ocean, uh, particularly in an oxygen-starved environments, is built up um, at at it's called um, atopasir. So atopasir is a waxy substance often found in soap. It builds up in the bodies that are exposed to bacteria, but not to air. So the wow. yeah the the anaerobic bacteria is, is a bacteria that grows, um. Like, it mostly grows without the oxygen. It doesn't need oxygen to grow yeah, or spread. Almost like algae or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, jeez. And this grows on the body? Yeah. And um, it makes it harder for them to identify them? Or the... Oh, jeez. This is... So it says... Let me... Let me bloated, I, want to, I want to read you the definition. So, so anaerobic bacteria are bacteria that do not live or grow when oxygen is present. Okay. In humans, these bacteria are most common are most commonly found in um, the gastrointestinal tract. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have the the um, the atopasir is a grayish waxy substance formed to formed by the, decom- the decomposition of soft tissue and dead bodies subjected to moisture. Oh. so really, all this stuff usually only happens um, on when dead. bodies underwater and there's no oxygen. Oh. Oxygen. Um, so it builds up on the bodies that are exposed to bacteria, but not to air. The anaerobic bacteria process the fat tissue and create um, adiopasir. This distorts the features of the foot. So, I can't even... Some swollen blood. Yeah, like... Loaded, wet foot. You know, we have listeners that are in school to learn how to... Like, they go to body farms. What is that? They have body farms where they're like, what happens if you put this... Leave this in cooking oil. A body that's that's left in virgin olive oil for three days. So you learn. That's how they learn these things. Oh shit! They have they they do isolated experiments of like what happens when a body burns, but not on crazy heat. It just burns at like 150 degrees for a couple hours. So people have to donate just, the bodies. Yeah. Okay. Donate your body to science, and you yeah. could end up in a pool. And they're like, "We're gonna leave this body in a pool for a week and see what happens." But then they can take that out that's to crazy. the real world and know, oh, this body's been here for th- two weeks. But a big old foot, like oh, imagine God, seeing like a big shoe, puffy, yeah. Oh, um, so this distorts Got barnacles the f- and shit on whatever adipocere. Crazy, yeah. This distorts the features of the foot. Authorities were able to identify the three known victims due to DNA, but for the rest, they can only guess at the gender and the age by looking at the size of the foot, the size of the foot, and the type of shoe. Since both women and younger men tend to wear men's running shoes, most feet, unless they have uh, toenail polish on them, are classified as either juvenile or female. It's also hard to be sure where and when the feet came from. Many different currents end up along the Washington and uh, BC coastlines because of the because of the cold ocean. The fact that the feet have built up different amounts of adiopasir, the foot could have com- could have come from a body nearly nearly anywhere or at any time or any depth in the Pacific, mm. and could have been in the water for years or even decades before it turned up on the beach. Mm-hmm. So the last foot. Um, of an undetermined gender in a size nine man's running shoe washed up in August 31st of this year. So this was in like uh, 2007, I believe. Okay. Authorities again announced that they were not going to treat the discovery as a murder or any kind of unnatural death. At first glance, this would seem strange. Disembodied feet again yeah. and again and again washing up, um, one, washing up on one bit of coast can't be natural. Even if the coastal currents do collect a, a lot of debris, 
Why now? Why feet? Just feet, though? Why feet, indeed. Just feet. So although the mystery centers on feet, there are plenty of body parts that wash ashore all over the world. Could you imagine, like, you take Sophia and Max to the beach, and they're down there building sandcastles, and yeah. they go scoop up some sand and, you know, go bring it up to Hey, let's build it's sandcastles. Yeah. And they dump it out, and it's a shoe in there, and you're like, oh, hey, oh, oh, a shoe. And then you pick it up, oh and there's a fucking foot in there. Well, now you've read the story, you probably won't. You probably just like put that back in the bucket yeah. and go dump it back in the ocean. Yes. <laughs> uh, a foot though, like just feet. That's fucking crazy. That's crazy. Uh, so feet though are not are one of the more innocent parts, not indicating foul play. When a body part spends a long time in water, it comes apart at certain weak points, which mm. is Elbows the, the and ankles and the wrists. Oh, yep, yeah. are the weakest of those points. While hands are usually not attached to anything, feet are in shoes. Shoes, shoes can either have um, some type of light rubbery soles and can trap pockets of air that lift the foot upwards, letting, the, letting, the, um, letting it float ashore. Mm, the Air Max, the yeah. bubble. Yep. That leads to the question of why the feet just start, started turning up now. An early theory posed by some people before two victims were identified was that these were the remains of people who have been killed in the yep. tsunami of 2004. Oh, wow. Yep. None of the, but none of the shoes then have been identified as models that have been made after 2004. Wow. Yeah, because you said the other shoes were like in, from Indian, Indian shoes from yeah. 2003? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. But like some other ones were found like Nikes and like New Balances. That sure. That haven't been, those wasn't. Outer. It was out uh, around that time. Got it. So the fact that three out of nine have been identified as local people and not tsunami victims put a damper on that theory. Sure. Other people suggested that it could be the increasing bulk of a- athletic shoes. As sneakers are getting bigger and puffier, they become more uh, lightweight and more remains float along long enough to make it to the beach. Still, there were plenty of big sneakers in the 1990s and not as many feet were found then. Yeah, Patrick Ewing had shoes in the 90s. Yeah. Those things are huge. Huge. Those and the, and the Barclays. It's like Carnival Cruise ships. Yeah. Not my type of shoe, though. I won't be wearing a shoe like that. Well, the, as, especially not if your foot's going to be floating up to shore. Yeah. You don't want to be the last thing your foot gets seen in yeah. is a, a Barkley. <laughs> right. Uh, in the end, it could be the selection. It could be selection bias. People are more likely to look for feet. Now they was like, now they like people mm. go to beaches and go like, other you know, stuff could be washing, washing up. Washing up, but if it's a foot, it's like, oh. Makes news, makes report headlines. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. yep. So people are more likely to look for feet and report them now that the feet have been part of this phenomenon. People are more likely to look. They're more likely to report. The press is more likely to report on their reporting. And I said, and it's just saying that a mystery a mystery is made. Yeah. Now, some people was commenting um, on their, you know, whatever their conspiracy could be, and somebody went, Deep. Deep. Like, so, talking about, uh, I'm going to just give you a little bit of an example. So it was like, I don't care what anyone says, I'm calling a serial killer. Specifically, a serial killer obsessed with Greek mythology. With oh. the exception of, I believe, two sneakers. Listen to this shit. <laughs> the, with the exception of, I believe, two sneakers, all the sneakers have been Nike. The oh. Greek goddess of victory. The other two, New Balance. Which, if you're not up on your sneakers, has a large N on the side. If you have never heard of New Balance, the N on the side of a running shoe could be mistaken for Nike. People have been saying that the feet no. could be washing up from the ocean, but most of the feet have been found on the shores of rivers. And the ones who haven't made have simply floated, floated from the rivers to 
open waters, then back to shores. So we so listen, we have Nikes and Greek goddess of victory, feet found in rivers, all severed at the Achilles tendon, oh, no God. legs, no half feet. This is just at the shit. point someone is playing the Achilles myth, Achilles only Achilles only weakness, the point where he could no where he could uh now be victorious, victorious with his foot because his Nike. mother missed that point when she dipped him in some crazy. I was like, "What?" That's the person watches too much Dexter. You reach. You reach. You watch too much Dexter, you're man. Reaching. That's I <laughs> I there it's so rare that a serial killer is that complex. You know? Just feet? Yeah. Just like keeping the, the bodies like though? What we believe the Zodiac killer to be, the son of Sam, like leaving cl- note clippings. Another article like, I read that too. Yeah, 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 it, yeah. they just aren't true. typically yeah. that complex. it's not the Riddler from Batman. Like yeah. most serial killers don't go that deep. Oh, and nobody's ever mistaken a Nike for a New Balance. Yeah, the Nike check is the it's most famous logo in the world. Yeah. Nobody's like, oh, an N, Nike. a Nike. No, that's never happened. So that was a big old reach. Yeah, I respect the reach. You know, I I think that that person's brain works in a fantastical way. They should write fiction for sure, which they did right there. That was fiction. Yeah. What you just read, but that's crazy to go the Achilles oh, serial killer. Achilles, that's his weak. Like no. what? Well, I would I would lead more toward two things that you said in there. People committing suicide. So if you commit suicide, you get you, you jump off a bridge into a body of water. You so you know how, however you commit suicide. If you if you end up in the water, your body sinks down, starts to get you know eroded and and decompose in the water, and then your foot because it's at a joint part, probably your mm-hmm. elbow, other parts, the shoe de- it detaches from you over time as you decompose in the water, pops up, gets caught up on the you know in the current and ends up on a shore somewhere. Yeah. And then the tsunami thing. Yeah. You know, there's probably a whole bunch of bodies down there that are still decomposing and the right amount of wiggle on a, a, a very rocky wavy day jolt, uh, jostles loose a foot from a dead body. And then the shoe pops up and washes ashore. You know, I Those was make, thinking this make, make way more sense than a fucking, I was thinking the Greek mythology, serial killer. Well, I went was, you know, take me there. Possibly a serial killer. Sure. I'm not. Oh, I'm not denying that's yeah, possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, whatever he's doing with the killing these bodies, whatever, dropping them into the water. And sure. Then, you know, he is. But not like he's cutting off the feet. He's cutting. And, no, not yeah, that. He's dropping them into water, and it's just and then the process shark happened. infested waters. Mm, okay. And sharks can eat. I don't think they eat shoes. I don't think they. I think they just go for like the meat or whatever. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Then they just they don't eat the the extremities. The marine biologists are going to come for you. Possibly. Maybe they just don't eat feet. They go, they just eat the body, and then everything else they just let go. Maybe they don't eat Indian shoes or or Patrick Ewing's and stuff like that. You know, maybe, maybe they're, they're very particular about the types. Maybe, of, yeah, exactly. Yeah. They don't eat. Possibly. They don't just eat any kind of shoe. Yeah, um, that's also possible. Yeah. Anything you have I'm, Vans on? No, thank you. Yeah. No, what are those British knights? Yeah, <laughs> uh, I don't like British knights. I'll, I'll, I'll slander British knights. That's fine with me. Um, yeah, I'm they down with at one point. Though. British knights? Yeah, yeah, the point. Yeah, they're not anymore though. They tried I mean, to come back. They tried. K Swiss. They tried. To come you know, I you had a bad Christmas. No, I on. did. Don't, you did? Uh, yeah, I did. When? Oh, that's before I met you. Yeah, I'm sure it was because yeah. I, you know, I would have definitely whatever, whatever. What are those? Yeah. Before that was. Yeah. I would have what are those? You. Yeah. Well, you had G unit, so I did let's, not let's have G unit. Well, let's, let's not, not go, go this again. Let's those were Rod there. Lever Adidas. They are very coveted now. Okay, I was sure. just a fashion forward kid. Okay. You, they, people didn't you understand. Had G, man. If you had G units, fine. I didn't man. have G units. All right. But yeah, no, maybe sharks don't eat. They, sharks definitely don't eat you in the sneakers. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I'm down with any theory involving anything, really, serial killer even. But anything that's like 
this person cuts off the feet because nah. to sacrifice the feet and the new anything like that. I'm not with that's but, that's that's a, that's that's a that's like a script. Yes, that's something that's, that's somebody writing t- fiction. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm I think no matter what the cause is, the effect is the same in all of them. That the water erodes these bodies, decomposes them, and then the foot de- detaches. Yeah, and then the shoe being able to bring the, sh- the foot up to the surface. Yeah, I think that's like that. That no matter what happened to get the bodies there. I think that's the same scenario in all of them. It's, it's all, yeah, it's all like yeah. the way the water decomposes the bodies yeah. ends up detaching the feet. Whether or not it's from suicide, a tsunami, being killed, mob hits, anything like that, the feet coming off is probably all the product of the bodies decomposing within the water. Can we go to the ocean floor now? Is that like, is that possible? Oh, oh there's so much of the ocean that's never been explored. They don't, it's too much pressure. It's too, they just, I'm, that's what I'm saying. They, they can't, they don't un, have anything. I think they I, have, they have unmanned ships that can go down with a camera on. And, and, okay. But the, the unmanned ships have to be so small and it's, it's so sophisticated uh, that, but even still, I think even the machines that we have, they still can't go all the way down. And I could be wrong about that, but I know there's no, there's never been a manned ship that's gone to the ocean they floor. Have, but they don't have anything that, Damn, I can't wait. It's to so dark down there, man. It's probably some crazy shit. Oh, it is. That's where they're all those, like those bioluminescent whole... fish and what everything. What if people just walking around down there? <laughs> <laughs> that will you be lost, some you lost me on that. wild <laughs> shit. <laughs> just like, just get on corner camera and they're like, oh, hi. It's like, <laughs> what? <laughs> crazy, man. I don't know if it's people walking around down there. Whatever is down there, if there is something intelligent down there, it looks crazy. It's blind. Yeah. Why can't they bring up them little ugly fish that's down there? Why can't they bring those pitos in aquarium or something? Probably because they survive down there. Like it's a whole different environment. It's whole different sea life. Do they have a little light in front of them? Some of, have, them like, some of them are bio. They can't. Why can't they grab? Some of them have whole their whole exoskeleton is you can see through the whole body they, and they glow. They should be able to figure out some out now. But it's like, what? What if you can't bring them? They only survive in that pressure and that environment and that darkness. If you bring them up into the light, it could kill them. But That's I don't, crazy. You, don't, you never know. There's a, oh, there's so much of the ocean that has never been explored, and yet we keep wow. sending rockets to Mars. And they're gonna yeah. leave us here, bro. They're leaving us here. <laughs> the rich people are leaving us here. I got a whole conspiracy about that. I always really? have these questions about why these young people get married so young, like Hollywood celebrities, mm-hmm. like Justin Bieber and shit. I'm like, they have kids? Oh, they're pairing off. They're like, they got money, they're pairing off. It's probably like, I bet, whatever, whatever, if it's an American company, whatever company fucking uh, sells million dollar tickets to, hey, we're going to Mars, you can come. They buy it's gonna, land. The, oh, you got you to buy a plot on Mars, and I bet it's religious-based. I bet they're going to do like a Noah's Ark type of thing where it's like, mm. you have to be married, and you have to be heterosexual. It's going to be some evil corporation type of shit. This is where my brain goes when I'm sitting in bed. Yeah, you can't tell me this is the only planet that people can live on. For now. I, yeah. <laughs> I think we're the generation that's like starting to lay the foundation to like, oh, people are about to leave here. Yeah. They're going to be, mo- mo- be mo- uh, uh, moon bases and people trying to get to Mars. And it's like, you might not get to Mars, but you can get on the ship that's going to Mars. And it's, li- it's nice. And it's like a it's like a cruise ship. Yeah. And you can have kids and procreate and just survive until we get to Mars. So your your kids, 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 kids will get to Mars. But that's going to be exclusive for like, you know, Rich millionaires, political candidates, some of the top tier celebrities. That's crazy. Whenever I see these celebrities get married young, I'm like, y'all must know something. That we don't. I mean, I know they probably did all the fucking. And Justin Bieber's fucked everything. Yeah. <laughs> so him getting married, he's like, I just want somebody that I can go to dinner with every yeah, night. Yeah. I'm, I'm tired. I just want to talk to somebody. I've fucked everything. Yeah. I'm done with that now. <laughs> so in a way, I, that's probably more likely the solution. Yeah. But my brain always goes somewhere dark where I'm like, you're 21 and you, you have millions of dollars. You're getting married. Yeah. I'm like, something's up. You know something we don't know. So um, 
yeah, I don't know where I was going with that, but yeah, great story, fascinating. Um, feet, hmm. feet, just washing up on the shore. Yeah, imagine that. That's crazy. Yeah, man. Wow. Well, uh, I don't have an answer. Yeah, I don't know if we'll ever get the answer to that. I think it's wrapped up somewhere in all the stuff that you said. The feet, the feet are de- detaching from the bodies, and the answer's there somewhere. Yeah. But yeah, we're gonna take a quick some break. Stuff, oh, yeah. Huh? Sorry, but some stuff we can just like overthink it. Yeah, it's probably it's just, not that deep. Yeah, it's just like a body in, a, in you leave a body in the water too long, it starts to fall apart. And yeah, crumble and shit or whatever. Crumble is probably weird. You know, bread gets wet. Yeah, and then it just starts apart. to start breaking apart. Yeah. That, but with a body, and then the feet, then your hirachis come up on the shore with your feet in the hirachi. Yeah, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> if you could, if your feet, if you if you could only wear one, if you had to die in a pair of shoes, yeah, what would it be? Oh, Jordan 14's last shots. Easy. Oh, wow. Yep. Very specific. Yeah. Okay, I respect that. Um, Favorite shoe. Yeah, that's, that, that's, that's a very good answer. <laughs> uh, what uh, about you? Um, me, probably would be, um, I really enjoy the Griffies. I okay. Like, I like the Griffies. They're comfortable shoes. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not, they're like underrated. Yeah. And if it wasn't that, it would probably be, um, I like the Nike Pro Reacts, like the new ones the, with all the, a lot of cushion on the sole okay. and that kind of stuff. Or um, Adidas Boost shoes. Very much comfort and meets style. Like Kanye's? Not Kanye's. Not Kanye's. But okay. the Boost technology. All right. So like a, just a Boost. But you, you don't like Kanye's though? You said like you don't like Not Kanye's the. Shoes. Did you see the new ones? Yeah. They look like a, a space Crocs. They like oh, future not, Crocs. Not I'm talking about he got some tennis shoes out. Oh, I don't, deny, I don't deny that like some of the Yeezys look pretty dope. But those are. I just. He's, didn't, didn't he come out saying he's going to make affordable clothing? That's what he said. That's bullshit. Don't. That's yeah. why I want. That's why I'm not gonna buy him. That's but that's what I'm I mean. It's like because it's it's all bullshit. He just talks. Man. <laughs> that's why it's like because I remember that he was like, yeah, yeah, man. I I remember going to school. I didn't have enough money to get fresh. Shoes kids shouldn't have to, Kids shouldn't have to worry about not having money to look fresh. So I want to make shoes for kids to be able to afford to look fresh. Meanwhile, these shoes cost like sixteen hundred dollars. Yeah. So I mean, beat up shirts. No, yeah, thank no, you. You're you're out of your mind. Uh, but no, either <laughs> the Griffies. Uh, um. Um. Some kind of boost technology mm-hmm. or the Nike Pro Reacts. I like those very much. Those are those are those are kind of my favorite shoes right now. The Nike Pro Reacts. They're very comfortable. Meets flashy style. Mm. You know, I was never really a shoe guy. Yeah, I like to put on a nice outfit. Fran was like a shoe. I love shoes. Shoe guy. I love shoes. Yeah, shoot, shoot it and boot it for yeah, sure. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I will throw a white t shirt t shirt on in a minute. Crazy with, with some crazy, crazy shoes. I love that's for sure. That's that's a fact. <laughs> <laughs> what we're gonna do is we're gonna take a quick break. When we come back, it's my turn to tell you guys some fucked up shit. So stick around. All right, and we are back, friend. My affirmative murder this week is the story of Tiffany Harville. Um, this I got this story from thecriminaljournal.com. It was written by Angelica Sum Angelica Sumter. Mm-hmm. Um, very uh, fucked up story, but um, I felt like. You know, need to shed some light on it. If people haven't heard about it, feel like it should be told. <clears throat> so Tiffany Harville was murdered in 1995 by Dominique Ray. She was a 15-year-old student at Selma High School at the time that her body was found in a cotton field in Dallas County, Alabama. On July 15, 1995, Mary Coleman gave her daughter $6 before leaving her home in Selma to attend a work event. When she returned the following day, Tiffany was gone. And relatives and, and friends knew nothing about her whereabouts. Point. So she basically she was she had been gone since her mom last saw her, and everybody was like, "Yeah, she didn't come here. She didn't go there. We don't. We haven't seen her." Yeah. So um, that's when her mom contacted the Selma Police Department and reported Tiffany missing. 
which prompted a citywide search. Mm. When Dominique Ray found out that Tiffany Hall's family was pass was passing out flyers in Selma, he offered to help. He also offered to help. He also helped offered to help with the reward money, and that he would call her family to check on them. No, so he really ingratiated no, himself. Being extra, being extra helpful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lending extra hands and yeah. calling all the time. You guys find out anything new? Yeah. Uh, and this guy doesn't give, especially if somebody that's you just like selfish, don't yeah. do shit. Also, they don't know him that well. He's not related to the family mm, or anything. Probably, yeah. I think he just was like, I'm a friend of Tiffany's. Like, I just really want to help. You know. After a month of searching, Tiffany was found dead. Mm. On August 16th, 1995, a man operating a tractor along County Road 62 in Dallas County, Alabama, encountered the skeletal remains in a cotton field. Mm. And this was this was uh 1995 96. I already could tell this would be trending on Twitter as like a hate crime. If yeah. you know a black girl found in a cotton field, they would have tried to connect mm, the yeah. dots and everything. So you know the social media machine would have been spinning on that pretty heavily. The remains were sent to out to the Alabama Department of Forensic Science for for identification. A local pathologist later identified the remains as Tiffany Harville. An autopsy revealed that Tiffany sustained a dozen defects in the skull consistent with stab wounds caused by a knife. Wow. Three of those defects were of sufficient severity that the weapon had penetrated the skull and entered the brain area, inflicting mm. fatal trauma. So somebody a like stab wound? Yeah, yeah. To the like to the face and skull. Other marks on the bones of the hand and wrists were consistent with defensive types of wounds. So she was very much alive oh, while yeah. she was suffering this attack. That's crazy, man. I don't even, Stab some wounds, stuff that man. I see, I'm like, I don't understand how you could be a person standing over somebody and doing that. You know what I mean? Like it's like so evil that it's hard to comprehend really. Yeah. Although the Selma police department and Dallas County Sheriff's department worked diligently to find Tiffany Harville's killer. Her case went unsolved for two years. It wasn't until 1997 when Marcus Odin, who was incarcerated at the time, approached an officer and stated that Dominique Ray had killed Tiffany Harville after they raped her. They? They, like him. And some, and so he's already in prison, Yeah, I guess, for a significant amount of time to try to use this to get a reduced sentence or something. But he came forward and said, me and uh, Dominique Ray raped Tiffany Harville and then he killed her. And I want to use that for whatever leverage he, I don't, it doesn't say in here probably, I don't think it says in here what, that he got anything, mm -hmm. but I don't feel like it just was like oh, sitting on his conscience. It must've felt like it could, he could use it for something. Oh yeah. Cause yeah. he probably wouldn't have said anything. If it, that's what, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Uh, Olden told the police that Ray had several conversations with him about wanting to have sexual intercourse with the teen, meaning Tiffany. Mm -hmm. Dominique Ray confessed to the killing but he told investigators that Odin was the aggressor. So they're going back and forth about whose idea it was and everything like that. Police learned through an investigation that on the night of July 15th, 1995, Dominique Ray and Marcus Odin picked up Tiffany Harville at her home and then drove her and then drove to Sardis community near highway 41. While there, Ray began making sexual advances towards Tiffany. She rejected him and told him to stop but he disregarded her demand and proceeded to rape her. Odin also uh, jumped in and, uh, and, and raped her afterwards. So they, you know, they took turns. Um, oh, Jesus. Afterward, Ray slit Tiffany's throat and repeatedly stabbed her before removing her clothing and taking the $6 that her mother gave her from her purse. $6? $6. 
it wasn't a robbery, but he was just was like, on top like, of all this, this, I'm going to take the money. That's so foul, man. Um, he then drove to a cotton field outside of town and discarded her body or discarded her remains and fled the area. In 1999, Dominique Ray was convicted of the murder of Tiffany Harville, and he was sentenced to death. Ray was already incarcerated, serving a life sentence for the murders of two brothers, Jesus, Reinhard uh, Mabins, who was 13, and 18-year-old Ernest Mabins. Court documents indicated that Ray shot and killed the brothers in February of 1994 when they were were reluctant to join his gang. Mm -hmm. So this dude was just on a tear. Yeah. I mean, Jesus. So I have a... I probably would say it was Ray who was the aggressor. He's this, uh, hot Ray, Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah. Dominique Ray and Marcus Odin probably was like, I mean, I don't want him to kill me for not following For not his joining lead. his gang? Yeah. So I'll, I mean, they raped a girl. So I'm, that's no excuse. But I'm just saying, he pro- Dominique Ray sounds like he probably was the leader and Marcus Odin might have been following more of his lead. Yeah. But they're both, I mean, they're both horrible rapists and monsters. So, yeah. but even so, killing. Two brother killing a thirteen year old boy because he didn't want to because he didn't want to join your gang. That's like e- that's evil. The Alabama Supreme Court ordered Dominique Ray's execution to be carried out on Feb- te- Fe- on February seventh, two thousand nineteen, at the Holman Correctional Facility. However, the federal appeals court thwarted the planned execution a day before it was scheduled. Ray argued his religious rights were being violated for not allowing an iman an iman an imam present in the execution chamber. That must, I don't know if that's Muslim or I'm not sure what that is. An imam. If anybody knows what I am, a M it, what that is, I would love to know. I don't, I'm not familiar, but it must be some version of a priest in another religion. Oh, it's a person who leads prayers in a, in a mosque. Okay. Yeah. So something like a priest, yeah. but in like the, is the, in the Islam religion, yeah. uh, his priest or his imam's name was Yusef, um, my he asked if he could stand next to him during the procedure, but he was told only prison employees were allowed in the chamber for security reasons, which is perfectly reasonable. Yeah. Like if it, it sounds like he was probably allowed there behind the glass or, you know, they have that, that parlor the way you can watch like lawyers and stuff can watch or family members of the person. Yeah. There is a room where you can be. He's saying he always have to be there for that. Do who? The lawyers, I will go. I can't. I don't, I, I you might. And that might be a legal requirement. Like if you're Shit. the representative, I'm not sure, but like, it's open to some uh, some crowd of people, and I, I think yeah, families of people can go that. and you know, oh no, God no. There's nothing like thrilling, at least especially not in 2019. If it's not an electric chair, they just inject you, you go to sleep, and then you're not alive anymore. Yeah, but for somebody but to be like, still yeah, I've, I've seen like ten of them. I've been in yeah, like, yeah, that's crazy. Uh, yeah, um, I wouldn't want to go to one. I'm 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 saying it like right, it's not right, a big right. deal, but I wouldn't want to see somebody's right. soul leave their body. But yeah, they they told him like he can be there, but he can't be in, in the room next to you. Yeah, and they were like, he was there, he was like, my religious rights are being violated, so I want I want I, I want to um, what do they call it? I'm appealing on that on that uh, basis. Mm-hmm. The U.S. Supreme Court cleared the way, allowing the execution to continue without an imam in the chamber. Dominique Ray was the first inmate of 2019 to be put to death in the state of Alabama. Mm. He was pronounced dead at 10, 12 p.m. at the age of 42, according to the Huffington Post. It's just a needle, right? It's just like a... Yeah, it's like several yeah. shots. I think they oh, do right. one that paralyzes you, one that uh, stops your heart, or, sl- or or it might just be two. It might be one that paralyzes you, and then the other one stops your heart. Why do you do that? Why do you do the one that paralyzes you? Or it might, might not paralyze, maybe put you to sleep. Oh, okay. 
might put you to sleep and then stop your heart. Mm. I believe. I could be wrong. I'm probably wrong. Yeah. It's kind of the theme of this show. If you're looking for some kind of scientific I, thing, I'm, I'm listening here. to I agree. Whatever you say, I'm agreeing with you. I guess that's how I go. I feel like the point of an I've as for the for the umpteenth time, I'm against the death penalty. Newsflash. But I feel like the point of the death penalty originally was you did something really horrible, so we're gonna do something horrible to you. Yeah. But I feel like if you're just peacefully killing people, you might as well just give them life in prison. I mean, like if you're not if 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 it's not this eye for an eye vengeful thing that it started out as, yeah, you know, then what's the point of even doing it anymore? Especially if innocent people are being killed. Yeah, you know, if it's if it's not this vindictive, I even I almost understood understood the brutality more when it was the firing squads and the electric chairs. It's like you did this, you killed a kid, you did this, you whatever, you bombed a school, so we're gonna shoot you with forty guns. That's what I agree with when they know, like, hey, this was the person. Yeah. They know. They do, have confidence. Do, this do, is the do person. your worst to them. Do your worst to get the firing squad on them. That's, yeah. That I agree with. Sure. That I agree with. Yeah. Just like the, last, the story you did last week. Was last week where the guy just died twice? Or yeah. Yeah. And but that guy, I think he was innocent. innocent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so whatever crime you're being accused of, though, is so horrible that if you did do it, we want to make sure that it feels like you got your comeuppance. Yeah. But if you're just like, here's a needle, go to sleep. Here's a needle, you're dead. It's like, well, then send them to therapy and put them in jail for the rest. Of, I mean, if like yeah. you might as well just study them if you're going to just peacefully put them to sleep. You know, if you're not, there's not some vin- some vindictiveness behind it. But anyway, like I said, he was pronounced dead at the age of 42. Marcus Odin is uh, currently serving a life sentence without the possibility of parole at William Donaldson Corrections uh, Correctional Facility. Mm. Uh, um, uh, rest in peace to Tiffany Harville, yeah. a young 15-year-old girl. Uh, prayers to her family, her mom, you know, coming home. I understand, you know, I know what it's like to, my mom used to work nights when I was a kid, so I know what it's like to, you know, be a latchkey kid and have a lot of time at home to yourself or go to a family member's house and everything. And I couldn't imagine my mom's reaction to, like, Oh yeah, he's just been gone for the day. Like you, you get to this routine, you get used to a routine. You know, like hey, when I'm not home, lock the door. Don't yeah. don't open the door for anybody. There's food in the fridge. I know those moms. Like I know those moms. I yeah. grew up around those moms. Like I have I have to work to keep the the lights on. Yeah. So I have to work nights or whatever. And for her to come home and be like, you know, where's Tiffany? And nobody has heard from her. And she just happened to go out with uh, some guys that she thought were her friends, or maybe she liked Marcus and didn't like Ray and. Ray came on to her and she's like, no, I like Marcus. And then you're stuck out in the middle of nowhere with these two dudes and they're both on the same. Marcus isn't going to step up and try to stop Ray because he's scared of him. Yeah. And, you know, or, or they're both on the same bullshit, dark, evil shit. And you're just stuck out there and you're, you're left in their hands to, you know, then they do what they want to you. And she suffered a horrible fate and that's absolutely tragic. But I'm glad that whatever compelled Marcus to come forward and, you know, say his peak. It didn't he, reduce his sentence. It didn't reduce it. He had okay, life. He had okay, life. Okay, so, okay. Uh, you know, maybe it was his conscience. I don't know. You know, something something told him to come and, and say something. And I'm glad that he did. And I'm glad that he got, got justice served to him in all those regards. And yeah. Absolutely fucking tragic, man. What a dark, twisted world we live in. But, uh, yeah, that was my affirmative murder, the story of the murder of Tiffany Harville um, from 1995, 1996. Prayers to her. Um, what we're going to do is... We're going to get into these good vibes. This was, aside from the foot stuff, because there was no names to put to that, that actually was like just kind of like an interesting conversation. Yeah. So it was kind of a heavy, we talked about some shit that kind of got me in dark space. So we need some good vibes. Good, 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 good. 
That's right, folks. As I said, we're looking to uh, uplift the spirits a bit with some good vibes. Uh, before I get into the good vibes, I just wanted to read a couple of some mail that we got. We found in the P.O. box that we wanted to just uh, shout out some people. Um, first of all, a nice woman named Angela A. Your last name is a lot, but it also ends with an A. She, she sent us a very lovely card. It's from February. We weren't able to get to it uh, until lately. No, the post office has been a little chaotic. Shout out to Philip DeJoy. And, uh, oh, beat dropped. <clears throat> That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and lastly, we not only got an awesome letter, but we got some awesome keychains from a listener named Bree Wee. She's incredibly awesome. She sent, she sent us some really awesome um, keychains. So I wanted to just plug her uh, socials and everything because she sells jewelry, paintings, and sculptures. Uh, her Instagram is at Astrofusion, A S T R O F U S I O N underscore oddity o-d-d-i-t-y she sells all kind of awesome stuff she sent us a few awesome keychains we really appreciate those and uh she also sent us some rice krispie treats i thought they were okay fran as i told you i'm a purist man there's caramel and chocolate involved and yeah. it's like too much i'm a, i'm an original kind of guy yeah i haven't eaten mine yet so i haven't tasted it. well i don't mean to, i don't mean to um undersell them to you please open it and enjoy it but i'm just saying for me as a purist mm-hmm. a, crisp, a rice krispie purist it was a lot going on for me but shout out to Astro, uh, I mean shout out to Bree Wee and shout out to Astro Fusion. Uh, I love to see people out there um, trying to make their own thing happen and, and and be independent, bossing up and doing business things. Uh, her website is also called AstroFusionOddity.store. So go look that up, check that out, and support a fellow affirminator. Thank you very much to the two of you for supporting us, friend. My uh, good vibe story this week is very on brand for us, so that's why I would I decided to read it. Um, it is a story about how a parole officer used an empathy training program and it ended up leading to a 13% drop in, uh, his parolees reoffending and ended up back in jail. Mm -hmm. So, uh, heavy caseloads, job stress and biases can negatively affect relations between these officers and their clients leading to the likelihood of offenders landing back behind bars. A positive, psycho- a positive psychology intervention developed by UC Berkeley suggests that non-judgmental empathy training helps court-appointed supervi- supervision officers feel more comfortable or, or feel more emotionally connected to their clients, which the new study shows might deter from criminal backsliding. It's almost like if you treat somebody like a person, you can get through to them and maybe help them change their life around instead of just treating them like a caseload or yeah. just some fucking part of your day that you have to reluctantly get through um the findings published last month in the journal proceedings of the national academy of science show on average a 13 percent decrease in recidivism among the clients of parole and probation officers who participated in the empathy training experiment if an officer received the empathy training real world behavioral outcomes changed for the people they uh the people they supervised who in turn were less likely to go back to jail said the study led and senior author Jason Akanofua, an assistant professor of psychology at UC Berkeley. The uh, the results are particularly salient because the U.S. criminal justice system has among the highest rates of recidivism because we don't because uh, prisons are not about uh, rehabilitation. They're just a place to store people and 
make people into worse criminals. Uh, but the, the rates of recidiv- recidivism in America are approximately 66% of incarcerated people arrested will, within three years of their release, end up back behind bars. Mm. Okanofua, who has led similar interventions for school teachers to check their biases before, discipline, before disciplining students, points out that ongoing criminal justice reforms are diverting more people away from incarceration and toward probation or parole, which is why we need to develop scalable ways to keep pace with this change. At the invitation of a correctional department in a large East Coast city, Okunafua and graduate students in his lab at UC Berkeley sought out to find if a more caring approach on the part of a court-appointed supervision officer would reverse trends in recidivism. For the, study, for the study, researchers surveyed more than 200 people and probation officers who oversee more than 20,000 people convicted of crimes ranging from violent crimes to petty theft. They make sure that their clients don't miss a drug test or court hearing and provide resources to help them stay out of trouble and out of jail. The researchers de- uh, designed and administered a 30-minute online empathy survey that focused on the officer's job motivation biases and views on the relationships and responsibilities. It'd also be interesting if these people failed these things, if you should be like, make a recommendation and they're like, they shouldn't do this job. Yeah. You know, like if you're like, Oh, I hate all the people that come in for the parole and I hate people who are criminals. And I think that they have no, you're like, Oh, well you don't, you shouldn't be in charge of people's life this right. way. You're kind of like a bad person uh, to trigger their sense of purpose and values and tap into their empathy. UC Berk- the UC Berkeley survey asked what parts of the work they found fulfilling. One respondent talked about how when I run across those guys and they're doing well, I'm like, awesome. Others reported that being an advocate for people in need was the most important, was the most important to them. As for addressing biases, including assumptions that certain people are predisposed are predisposed to a to a life of crime, which is racist. Uh, the survey cited egregious cases in which probation and parole officers abuse their power over those under their supervision, which I'm sure that happens a lot. So this what is, else like, is new. Yeah, exactly. It's like I could send you back to jail like that. If that's anything you even say to somebody on probation, you shouldn't be doing the job. Yeah, because you're lording you your power. Them. Yeah, you're like. You're lording your power over their life in a way that's really wrong and fucked up and puts them in a position because at the end of the day, people are have pride. And that's why my whole thing is like when people say like, oh, turn the other cheek and these a lot of things that people say. And it's like if somebody spits in your face. Yeah, it's easy to go like, well, they didn't touch you and everything, but you put somebody in a position to let you. Like emasculate them embarrass them make them feel worthless and you're just like yeah but don't but don't do anything so if i'm sitting in front of my parole officer and they're calling me all kind of trash and telling me they could send me to jail and all this kind of stuff and then if i react to that they could they could just send me back to you know it's, it's just it's a weird dynamic there and they should be trying to weed out those people those people should be trying to help you know even if you know it's the same thing with teaching like a lot of teachers like you're, you're not going to be able to every student that you teach isn't going to go to harvard and become a millionaire surgeon yeah but you should treat every student like you're going to give them the best possible chance to do that yeah and some of them are going to let you down and some of them are going to blow you away and that's the job it should be the same way as a parole officer you should be like i hope you get your kids back i hope you can find a job and i hope that you you know I, i'm going to do everything that i can to try to keep you on that path but if you reoffend and end up back in prison damn that sucks but like 
I'm going to treat the next person with that same optimism. Yeah. And the day that you don't have that optimism anymore, you should hang it up. That, and that's, that goes to teachers too. I feel like that day that you no longer get that spark as a teacher where you're trying to like, you know, inspire the kids yeah. and every, once you're just like there to collect a paycheck, you should just hang it up, man. Uh, but yeah, so survey takers were also asked to rate how much responsibility they bear as officers and re and members of a profession for their peers' transgressions. Most answered that they bore no responsibility. So basically they're saying like, you know, if they're not good at their job, that's that's not on me. I don't have to monitor them. Uh, 10 months after administering the training, researchers found that thir a thir found a 13% decrease in recidivism among the offenders whose parole and probation officers had completed the empathy uh, empathy survey. Research protocols bar identifying the agency and its location. While the study yielded no specifics on what prevented the parolees and uh, people on probation from uh, reoffending in that period of time following the officer's empathy training, the results suggested that a chance that a change in relationship dynamics played a key role. The officer in position of power to influence if it's going to be an empathetic or punitive relationship in ways that the person on parole or probation is not. Uh, Okanufua said, as our study shows, the relationship between probation and parole officers and the people they uh, supervise plays a pivotal role and can lead to positive outcomes if efforts to be more uh, understanding are taken into consideration. So basically, if you treat these people like people and, you know, really make them feel like you're rooting for them and you're you're hoping for the best from them they will respond to that in a lot of situations and that can lead for lead lead to people believing that they can make those changes and then in a lot of situations possibly even achieving those changes yeah so yeah just you know be mindful treat people the way you want to be treated and uh you know let's take the let's take the capitalism out of um the criminal justice system and really get back or get back let's get to making uh you know corrective you know reform and change in the criminal justice system if you go to prison you should come out a, a better person than you went in you shouldn't come out worse so yeah that's all i got yeah man i i agree uh like you said that those prisons are stored for yeah human beings and during your storage you get trained on like actually you know how you can pick locks like this yeah like you you put are put in positions to end up worse off than when you came in Heighten your your criminal skills. Yeah. Um, so my good vibe is, I mean, I don't even know if this is a good vibe. Because I mean, I'm probably just going to shit on this dude. I'm on the edge of my seat. Um, I think I've done <laughs> a good vibe like this before. Okay. So this was um, when a new worker at a charity shop found stacks of $100 bills mm -hmm. stuffed inside two old sweaters. She thought they must be fake. Okay. The store associate at Goodwill Industries didn't realize they were absolutely real. And the cash totaled $42,000. Mm. And some sweaters. Andrea, yep, Andrea Lessing was in the bank. I mean, was in the back sorting clothes and looking for rips or stains when she saw the treasure. Mm. And the first thing she thought of was her six-year-old six year old daughter. So she thought it was like Monopoly money or something? No, oh, no, she no, thought no. of her daughter like, she oh, this could change everything. Exactly. Her birthday is coming up in July, so I can actually give her an amazing birthday birthday party. Oh, oh, told, party! Yeah, she told the local news station. But Lessing says she believes in karma and couldn't imagine keeping the money for herself. <laughs> Wrong. She reported the, Friend, the way cash. I would have kept that money what? And, and not been on the news. The what? way I just would have took that money home. <laughs> nobody would even know I had that. Nobody. 
Nobody in that place and network that that's that uh goodwill would even know I found that. Mm. Oh no! Oh, Not a god damn! Oh my god! Oh, I'm sick! Oh, uh, uh Miss 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 Stacy, I'm sick. Uh, no, I'm gonna finish the shift. I'm gonna finish this. Oh, you gonna be able to play it that cool? Oh, yeah, man. Wow. I'm gonna finish the shift, and I will be calling out tomorrow. Shit, I work at Goodwill. I might quit off forty two thousand. I might start a new business or something. <laughs> she reported the lost cash and the shop in the Norman, um, and the shop in Norman, Oklahoma, was able to track down the owner. Thanks to some identifiable documentation that was bundled with the money inside the donation. Bro, 42000 in Oklahoma is like $67,000. The owners who have forgotten about the money. The owner forgot about the money. When they donated the clothes, gave Andrea $1,000. Whoop-de-doo. Which made her break down and cry. At, at, that, she, that she gave up $43,000? I would have cried too. <laughs> the moment I give them the money is when it's, it was set in for me. Like, what the fuck am I doing? What did I just do? <laughs> what did I just do? Since we says since we gave her the reward on Thursday, I spoke to her yesterday, and she is still in shock and awed by the generosity. Lacey Lacey let the director of communications of Goodwill Industries of Central Oklahoma told GNN. Reportedly, it's not just the largest cash fine in Oklahoma Goodwill in, in history. It ranks among the top fines for Goodwill internationally. And the reward will help Andrea give her daughter an amazing birthday. The thousand dollars. Yep, I made the right decision. Um, Lessing said, mm. and her be and her belief that if you do something good, that something good will come back to you. I don't think I don't agree with that. I just would have had turned to out yeah. to. Uh, I, I would have risked it. I would have risked the karma on that one. Yeah. Um, first of all, if I was her, I'd have kept that money, especially if nobody was around me in the back. Bro, and the way that they would have come back and be like, "Excuse me, you guys didn't find like uh, the the way the sociopath would have came out of me like, oh, I'm sorry, yeah, money. No, we don't no. find stuff like that. No, no. the owner forgot. And I got a Rolex that, on. You I got a Rolex on while I'm talking to him. <laughs> you get that money back, and they go, "Yeah, we forgot about it or whatever. Y'all forgot about it, but y'all give her a thousand dollars. Obviously, you didn't need the money. Yeah. How you do you? I I'll tell you what I could never forget." $42,000. That's crazy. Oh, man. I forgot Wrapped all about that. Wrapped up in the sweatpants. On, a person that can forget $42,000, my immediate, the way I would have made it karma, I would have been like, well, these are obviously drug dealers. This is drug money. <laughs> Who has $42,000 in cash? These are drug and dealers. And they don't deserve this money. They're bad people. For $1, and I would have kept it regardless. I would have kept it if I like, if the clothes that they gave me were like none clothes. Yeah. Like a, like a, like a nun's outfit. Like, oh, I'm just donating to this good. I'd be like, oh, well. $42,000. Awesome. Wow. Thanks. That's so awesome. I found it in this uh, nun habit. Yeah. I would have kept, kept that so easily. $1,000 he wrong. And not that. lost a drop of sleep. He wrong for that. What? Who? The guy. He wrong for that. For giving them $1,000? $1, $1, he wrong Yeah, you got to break. Give her five or something. At least. Come on. Here's a here's a $20 bill. Thank you I'm so like, much. Get that shit out of and my And then, face, you know, Goodwill man. was like, you know, for your good deed, we're going to give you a plaque. Employee of the month? Yeah. Fuck out of Fucking great. <laughs> <laughs> he wrong man I'm sorry <laughs> He wrong for that That ain't right No That is not right I would have been like At least five And also I would have been like Why did you Why did you Give this back yeah. Thank you Oh yeah But like I mean I I would not have given this back to me But no. thank you so much No I would have been laughing at her I mean I wouldn't have blamed you If you just kept it I mean hey. Why wouldn't you <laughs> 
Thanks for my money back, stupid. I mean, what are you, dumb? (laughs) Just go all in, go in on him. (laughs) What are you, fucking stupid? Thanks, though, idiot. (laughs) Look at your your stupid, dumb face. Here's a thousand. Throw it at her. Here's a thousand dollars. Thanks, stupid. (laughs) I stole this money. I stole it. I robbed the bank for this money. You stupid dummy. Thanks. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, man. That, she that was that was an idiotic. Shout out to Andrea. We're just and fucking then, with you. Yeah, 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 Andrea, that's a good person. You did the right she, thing. You did the right uh, thing. I don't know about that one, but he wrong for that. You could have gave him more than that, bro. A stack. You could have wrong. You, you wrong for that one. One stack. Yeah. You spend a dollar. You don't even got a stack anymore. It's not that's even a thousand dollars. He broke it. Lose the comma. As soon as you spend anything, you lose the comma and everything. It's not even. I've, been, I've been up forty two racks, bro. The money, the things you could do. Seriously, though, the things you could do with $42,000 in Oklahoma, you could g- open up your own goodwill. That's life-changing, man. You could just be like, get your own goodwill chain. Yeah. If you love goodwill so much, you could now be Andrea, the owner of a goodwill. That, that money could be life-changing. Yeah, she fucked up on that one. Sorry, oh, but you know. Shout out to, shout out to Andrea. Yeah. Look, much love to Andrea. You did the right yeah. thing and everything. It may, it may come back around. That's a, no, $42,000? No, that's not coming back. I don't know how. How does karma repay you in that? I have no idea. Oh, I got oh extra pepperonis on my pizza. That's why I would have kept it. Thanks, thanks, karma. That's why I kept it. God, karma, and you you lose it. Yeah. Oh my God, the meter, the parking meter. We got an extra hour for free. Oh man, good thing I gave back that forty two thousand dollars. Man, karma's something else. You know, karma don't work in that those crazy kind of ways. Come back on some old bullshit. Yeah. Whoa, two pairs of shoes for the price of one. Karma, that's karma. No. Nah, forty-two thousand. I'm keeping that. <laughs> You're right though. The way I would have got through that shift and nobody oh, would have known nobody, anything. Nobody could have bothered me in that shift. Somebody yeah. could have spit on me doing that shift. <laughs> I'd been like, do 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 do. I'm yeah. fine. <laughs> Man, when, <laughs> is, when is it time to go home? Have a nice day, sir. <laughs> Bag the shit up. <laughs> You could have did nothing. These pants set twenty dollars. Why are you charging me twenty seven? <laughs> well, uh, you know what? All right, that's you my know mistake. What? God bless you, sir. Yeah, that's my mistake. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have been good. Put on. That would be the song, man. Those gray skies are gonna clear up. Put on a happy. Fuck you! I hate. That's why you work at Goodwill. Yeah, thank you, sir. You have a, you have a blessed day. Thank you very much. All right. Punch out. <laughs> fucking haul ass Woo! out of that store. Do one of those jumps where you click both your feet together. <laughs> why is he so, why like, she so happy? She really loves working at Goodwill. <laughs> oh man, I would. What a day that would have been. Get in oh, my, my car. Goodness. Oh man. Oh, <laughs> nobody could do nothing to throw me off my. Oh my goodness, man. The way my day would, my night would have been so beautiful. I'm like, you know, let me go for, let me go for a drink. I, you know what? Round, a round of drinks everybody. on me. Yeah, oh, everybody. Man. They would have been like, Andrea is on a different type of vibe. Think about the karma that you could have done for yourself with that forty two thousand yeah. dollars. You go to a bar, buy everybody around, yeah. give your daughter the party of a, you know, what Ben Ten, whatever the kids are into these days. Give your kid a fucking. Whatever theme birthday party, <laughs> Bob's Burgers theme birthday party, and all the kids are like, "Your daughter's the coolest." And he's like, "Oh, car- that's all karma. Yep. Oh, that's it would offset. You would have offset that karma at some point. Yeah, but the karma would have been you spend that money on a crazy birthday party for your daughter. That'd have oh, been come on, man. It would have been beautiful. That smile. Come on, what yeah. can what could karma say to that smile on your yep. kid's face? But shout out to Andrew. She did. Yeah. The, she did do the right thing. Was it foolish? Very much Absolutely. So. But uh, you know, if we if you believe in that whole pearly gates thing, you go and all your sins are put before you when you get to the gates. It's like. You don't want to be pulled up. He's like, you stole $42,000 from a family that needed it. And you're like, But oh. did you enjoy it on your time on earth? Yes. I did. I did. <laughs> I'd be telling God or whoever, like, but did you see what I did with it, though? Right. <laughs> did you see the rims? Oh, like, oh my God. 
Get him out of here. Get him out of here. Slide down the pole in the hell like a little nice accident. Uh, 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 before we get out of here, though, uh, recommendations. Um, uh, oh, well, uh, as I said before, I've been watching uh, Q, Q into the into the into the storm. I believe mm-hmm. it's called. It's on HBO Max. I've been watching that very fascinating docuseries. I'm. Man, and then uh, I think I told you also on HBO Max. I was watching. I've been watching Allen versus Pharaoh. I haven't brought myself to watch the fourth episode yet. It's just very depressing, but very good. Mm. Um, those are two things I've been um, watching. You've been watching anything? Um, I just want to say oh. HBO Max is great. I They're killing it, it, man. I oh, I watched it. Kong versus uh, Godzilla. I that was fun. Watch that. Probably watch it tonight or tomorrow night. Um, well, if I, you stop, you keep waiting to get the PS Five to get a big TV. You should already got the watch on this. Yeah, I watched it on the seventy-five inch, bro. It's crazy. I had the the uh, surround of the um the the, uh, the base speaker on. Crazy. I'm, I'm trying to wait, man. King Kong, come on, boom, beating his chest really? and shit. Oh man, I'm trying it's crazy. to wait. I'm trying to wait till I get the what like, the whole get, setup. I, I know. Setup. Yeah, you like I to have the whole my... thing all in one time. Yeah, I can't do. Well, then hold like, off on. You the know, Kong, some people man. used to buy like one shirts thing at a time, yeah. and then be like, I'm not gonna wear. I can't do nah. that. I just that's not how I. I need the whole outfit at once. I can't. I'm gonna buy this shirt and then I can't wear it until I get the shoes. Who knows when I get the shoes though? Right. So then you gotta just keep looking at the shirt no, while I was hanging I up there calling you. I can't do that. Once I get yeah. that five, that's when I can go get all my stuff. I can have it all ready, have my room ready. Okay, well, Other wait, than, hold off on on the King okay, Kong. Wanna, okay, so I've been watching. Uh, I watch. I started watching Last Chance You basketball. Oh, great! Right? I love it. I love it. Uh, what's the guy? What's the, Joe? What's, what's his oh name? Joe Hampton? Joe Hampton. He's raw, if, bro. He's raw. That He's was raw. That's want to say. If that was you, or anybody like a son. I'm like, man, you need to get it together. Yeah, bro. you you have a gift. You have a gift. Yeah, the world is not against you, bro. Like, yeah. shit just happens, man. Yeah. You gotta get, <laughs> you gotta get past yeah. it. On, he was pissing me off, man. He he kind of was pissed walking me off, off, storming off the games. Like, bro, if you just sit there, you're gonna get the, you're not getting the minutes because of the stuff that you're doing. <laughs> so, man, I'm you guys want to keep getting me on the bitch, man? Fuck this, I don't yeah, need this. Yeah, he just like you need out, to, bro. bro. You need to get together. Yeah. Anywho, that I love that. I was watched. Uh, did you see? I care a lot on Netflix. Yeah. Oh, that? I love that. Yeah, yeah. That that's a uh, Gone Girl. Yeah, that's 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 crazy. Gone Girl. Yeah, yeah. yeah my, my boy Peter Dinklage, bro. One of my favorite things that I, I can never get out of my out of my head. At the beginning, uh, when Peter Dinklage, the little the little guy, yeah, he uh is he's going through his daily routine. And he's going. He's looking at some macaroons. Yeah. He's walking at things like he like looks at one. He's like he like nods at it. Like give me that one. Yeah. And they put it in the <laughs> box. And I was like, this dude is so fly. His little fly suit on. He was like, "Give me that macaroon." That would call right me off guard. Like, <laughs> he was hanging on he was the like bars. The boss. Yeah, oh yeah. But I love that though. Yeah, he's yeah, one yeah. of the most talented people working in Hollywood, and they don't. I feel like they don't give him chances because he's a little person. Mm. But he can act with the best he, of them. Yeah, he did. But they, but they've been putting. They always put him in like fantasy stuff because he's oh. a little person. Yeah. So he was on Game of Thrones. Yeah. He oh, was okay. one of the best. Act. He gave some of the best acting I ever seen on yeah. Game of Thrones, and I was I was happy from I care a lot because they said. This dude's great. It doesn't matter if he's a little person. Just let him be a great actor. Yeah. And it you could and because the movie's so wacky, she fucking Roseman Pike, she fucked the car, goes in the water, and she gets That's out. Crazy. It's yeah. just it's like so ridiculous yeah. that it's it's like he's a little person and he's the boss. That's fine. Whatever. Everything else is crazy that's happening. Yeah. And I like that because I was like, he can just be in a normal world. He doesn't yeah. have to be like wearing armor or work at a circus or something. It doesn't have to be like that. He can just <laughs> yeah. be an awesome dude. So I thought that was fun. I loved I Care A Lot. It's basically Scarface for white women. I yeah. loved I Care A Lot. I thought it was a fun. You got you to gotta go into it to have fun. You can't be like, this doesn't really make sense from a 
This wouldn't happen if you yeah, do any of that shit. Somebody said they didn't like the end. I liked it. I thought the ending made sense. It came full circle. Yeah. Let's not spoil it. But, oh, I'm sorry. But yeah, yeah, yeah. it's been out. But I still just try not to just outright oh. say stuff. But I thought it came full circle, like yeah. karma. That was a exactly. very car- exactly. that was a karmic movie, you know. Exactly. So I know I loved I Care a lot. Yeah, definitely. If you haven't seen I Care a lot yet, check that shit out. I, I, I loved that. I that movie reminded it. me of yeah, like not to spoil. I'm about to say something, so I might spoil it, so okay. you can just skip. But anywho, it reminded me of you know when you say that you can't become like a billionaire millionaire without. Fucking people over for sure. And no, that's absolutely. That's not spoiling anything. <laughs> yeah, that's the perfect example. Because at the end, they really did. They took over the world. It got oh big, goodness. but it was like this is you. We saw for the whole movie what they do, and now they're doing that on a larger scale. Yeah, yeah. That's absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can't make copious amounts of money like that. You're fucking over somebody. Yeah. So I, yeah, I, I thought it was a great movie. I, I, I loved I Care a lot. Yeah, I thought yeah. it was great, and I also enjoyed King Kong versus Godzilla, mm. but I wouldn't watch it on like a 30 inch television. Okay. If you if you don't have a big TV in your house. I don't got go to like, go to the movies. Yeah, but that's because you keep holding off. Just get it, oh, or wait. You know, like I said, wait. Because like, but, well, another thing before we got now is starting to turn into a thing. But people are like, man, y'all trying to spoil King Kong versus Godzilla before I even watch the movie, bro. They fight. It's who doesn't nothing, know that? There's nothing to spoil. Really, it's really nothing to spoil. How long has it been around? Yeah, they fight. <laughs> one of them's gonna win. One of them's gonna lose. If if is, does you knowing which one loses, that'll it, it won't be fun. When you see the cartoon monsters fighting and building, it's still fun. It's a fun watch. So you can hold off until you get the PS5. Yeah, I am. You can hold off. Even if somebody's like, you know this happens, it won't ruin the movie for you, bro. Yeah. You know they're going to fight. It's called Godzilla versus King Kong. Spoilers don't bother me, though. But that's because you just... I go, what The way happened? you watch movies is, is... I just never seen anybody... You do that a lot. Yeah, you yeah, do that I a go, lot, what too. Happened? Like, what's then- it about? Yeah, and and I go, how does it end? I'm I like, go, what? I tell you that too? Yeah, because then I it, it, I can choose if I want to watch it or not. <laughs> if you go, it does something. I go, nah, uh, I won't watch it. Yeah, man. I don't like tell me the whole movie I don't like before I watch the movie. Because <laughs> I go, oh shit, this part is about the the part he told me about. Yeah, to come but up. like, but the the subtext and all the build up is that's a part of the movie watching experience. Do you? I can still I, enjoy that. No, but I feel like a lot of movies you could just watch if you just watch them on YouTube and it's like here's all the best parts of the movie. Yeah. You don't even need the middle part of like, well, no. who's his? What's his name? Mm. How does is he her brother? You're like, no. When is the fights and when is the yep. cuss outs and the the, the yelling scenes? Yeah. And I feel you because I can because I can watch it. I can go. Oh, it's about to it's about to come up. I can get excited. <laughs> I don't like sitting there and going, when is this part going to happen? I've never heard anybody yeah. describe like, like that I, Superman movie. I fell asleep on that Superman movie. Justice League, and that was like one of the best movies people out. No, uh, Superman. Superman. Um, I forgot which one it was. Whatever. It was one. It was a good movie everybody talked about. I fell asleep. I was like, this shit a good is good movie everybody talked boring. about. Superman? Yeah, it was a while ago. Man of Steel? I don't oh, know. Man of Steel. That oh, okay. One. Like the first Superman movie? I think it was that one. Yeah, it was, it, I didn't. I haven't really liked any of the Justice League stuff. Oh. But the the trailer for the new Suicide Squad movie looks yeah. great. That's one that I'm like, I'm in, I'm into it. I think that's going to be fun. But we're not here to shit on Justice. Yep. We're not Sorry. here to shit on DC to, as the ending. Uh, um, I've been Alvin Williams. Uh, joined as always by my partner in true crime, Franco Evans. And we'll see you guys next week. Deuces.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. <laughs> 